Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where we always have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give your insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam, joined by my co-host, Cowboy. Hi! And... Maestro. Oh, that's me? Yeah. It's Maestro. <laughs> Damn it, I almost said Hollywood. I know, right? He comes back for one episode, and I'm already messed up again, trying to say his name. That was fun, though, right? Having yeah, Hollywood back? Like, yeah, yeah, man. You have a question now. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. But considering that we've done so many episodes, so yes. many reviews. 247, even, to be exact. Right? But when do we actually do get credentials? Mm. I've been thinking about this. Yeah? I have been thinking about this. I think we should apply for credentials of some sort. Mm. We'll have to change up the whole intro. Hey, no, no, no. Ah. Well, 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 we know we can. Who somehow have credentials. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the intro. Loosely credentialed. Right. Not All right. Loose. This week we're watching 1997's Air Force One. This is because of the July 4th of July, four. Independence uh-huh. Day. Why don't we watch Independence Day again? Because we already did that. I know. We did the first and second Independence Day, I'm pretty sure. We did part yes. two? Four. Yes. yes. Insurgent, <gasps> I think it's called. We should have done Hot Shots. Oh, my God. I have it. I just got it recently. <laughs> I, remembered, I remembered about the movie. and like, Woo! I also got all the, all, all the naked guns and... Police uh, academies? Police academies. When you know, I saw that, I giggled a little bit. Right? Inside. Yeah. Those are fun. Okay. Uh, anyway, this film was directed by Wolfgang Peterson. I thought you were going to say Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, you may, you may know him from movies such as Outbreak. Which one? Outbreak. Which one? Outbreak Dustin with Dustin Hoffman. Okay. Yes. The Monkey. And Marcel. The, the CDC. Uh, perfect Storm. And oh. Troy. How perfect was that storm, though? Mm, I think that was an ironic title. I kind of, I kind of like Day After Tomorrow better. Okay. I do, too, actually. Those are wildly different movies. Well, I know, but I still like it better. Perfect Storm was just about a storm. Day for Tomorrow is about the end a of storm. days. <laughs> right? Is it, is, is it, it was about, about global warming. or Yeah, it, it was, it was the, the whole world ice age collapsing. Yeah. It's all about a new yeah. ice age. Yeah. 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 That, that was uh, produced by Al Gore. <laughs> it was an inconvenient storm. <laughs> uh, this movie stars Harrison Ford, which yeah. needs no introduction. Gary Oldman, one of my favorites. Uh, Glenn Close. William H. Macy. Which is uh, hot off the heels of his uh, USC scandal with him and his wife. Uh, and also Xander Berkeley, the permanent bad guy in all movies. Xander Berkeley. Xander Berkeley. He's, he's the bad guy in this movie. The, the Russian bad guy. No, no. No? no. The uh, special agent bad guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. He's, he's always a bad guy. I, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen him as a good guy. Or as an even okay guy. <laughs> anyway, let's do the synopsis and then we'll get into our review. Communist radicals hijack Air Force One with a U.S. president and his family on board. The vice president negotiates from Washington, D.C., while the president, a veteran, fights to rescue the hostages on board. Have you ever seen this before? Yes. How long ago, do you think? Uh, many times, very long ago. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you said you own this movie, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, I have it, but I've watched it many times very long ago, but yeah, I don't know. I watched it two days ago. All right. Mm. Maestro? And yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. I have never watched this before. Is that right? This is the first time watching. Wow. It. Yep. Well, what I was going to say is like I, I've seen it many, many times. Okay. Yeah. I knew the movie. Haven't seen it in a while. Watched it two days ago. Still on the edge of my seat. Like, yeah. Okay. Have you been affected by these spoiler goggles yet? 
it's something that we that we have gotten after watching so many movies for spoilers. Oh yeah, certain movies like I used to love this movie, but now I have the spoilers goggles oh, yeah. on, and it's like oh, oh this yeah, fuck. I mean, I still love the movie, but okay. I'm picking it apart. Okay, very nice. All right, so uh, where should we start? With, First grade. Uh, what do you want to talk about? It? All right. Yeah. President is getting look, getting to the plane in Russia, going to the plane, right? Yes. And. There's all these protesters behind these metal gates or, or like, K-Rail type right. gates, right? Right, where all the immigrants are. And you've got security. <laughs> Wrong movie. Wrong movie. Okay. You've got security trying to hold them back. But they're only pushing on – there's three security guards, and the protesters are only pushing on one section of the gate, and it's going all the way around. Oh, is that right? Like, like okay, you have all these protesters, right, and they're that. only – Pushing on one section, uh, that's, and there's three security guards, nowhere else. Okay. Because everywhere else there's landmines. <laughs> you are in Mother Russia. Reels. Sometimes Gates fights you. That's the first gripe I have. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the president in general. This is... Harrison Ford. I, on the level of a uh, Bartlett president, where would you put... Uh, not very high. Not very high? No. Okay. What was it? Bart, Bartlett is way more believable. And I think the problem is, is because you see... Bartlett, by the way, from West Wing, the TV you, series. You see Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Han Solo, Indiana Jones, right away. Oh, yeah? It's kind of hard to see him in a presidential role. I've seen him, like, maybe one... Besides a president role, he did another one, didn't he, also? Where he was some sort of, like, a fugitive, but it was, like... A it was called Fugitive. It was, it was a movie called The Fugitive. Or <laughs> he was, in fact... And that was fugitive. more believable to me as opposed to him trying to portray president. Okay. You know? Uh, Martin Sheen, President Bartlett. Yeah. Excellent president. Okay. You know? Yeah, I agree. But maybe it's because Harrison Ford was younger when he did this movie? Didn't he have gray hair already, though? This was 97, so th- yeah. this was uh, a little over 20 years ago. Over 20 ago. years ago, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was younger, so he would have been younger president, you know? I don't know. It, it, the problem that I have, yeah, he's a veteran, right? Right. But he seemed overly powerful when he was punching guys, you know? And to me, he didn't seem like, oh, yeah, he's going to be overtaking this guy. Haven't you seen him in Indiana Jones, man? Every time I have. he hits, he goes... Whoosh. That's a whip. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of... We, we did uh, Crystal Skull way back in the day. Uh, okay. check, out, check out the archives. And he, he was so old when he did that movie. And it, you, you could tell the sound effects were definitely canned because yeah. they were like... Like, my show was like... Psh, psh, psh. Even if like punched him in the, in the, in the gut. Yeah. And somebody's wearing like a coat. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not the sound it would make. It was like Batman. Pow! Kazam! Right. Pow! Yeah. 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 that feel. Absolutely. I, every time he hit uh, Harrison Ford punched someone in this movie, I was expecting that sound to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, and the thing is, is so I, I, I love this movie when it first came out. It was very entertaining. Very on the edge of your seat. Very like, what's going to happen? Oh, is he going to, you know. Yeah. I mean, but obviously, come on. You, you knew the president was going to live. Predictable. Of course. You know. Um it's still a good movie, I think. I like it, but you're right. The spoiler goggles, picking it apart. Really? Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked the little things that made it kind of a little more realistic for me personally. Uh, the fact that the pilots uh, refused to take off the plane again or take take off in the plane again. Basically, the pilots basically yeah, killed they themselves. Were, they, yeah. they died. Exactly. Uh, where if it was like a regular movie, it would have been like, oh, I'll kill you if you don't put up this plane. Okay, okay sorry. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, this is the president we're talking about. Fuck you, I'm going to die. I seem to think that more people that 
um, travel with the president, mm-hmm. um, speaker, secretaries, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they would be more apt to, like, I don't not say, I don't want to die, you know, to protect the president. Yeah. You know? And once they found out that the president was still on board, I can understand that before they thought he was not on board the plane. Right. You know? And they were just trying to save their own lives. Right. You know? But once they knew the president was on board, they were still, they didn't care about him. They wanted to save their own lives. I it's feel a, like, a weird situation. I feel like that would be less realistic. What do you mean? You think like, people they, would be more in line to save the president over they, themselves? If, yeah. I don't know, man. Put, put in that kind of situation, I, 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 no matter what, what loyalty you claim to have for things, when it is in, in that moment, I feel like... The thing is, yourself. though, is the people that are on the plane were... Well, I can see, like, reporters and stuff. Maybe right. not so much. But the people appointed by the president, part of his team, yeah. you know, they would be more like uh, the co-pilot at the end. You know? Yeah, William H. Macy. Yeah. Yeah. They would be more like him. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I, I, I think that what this movie uh, did not do, that West Wing did very well, was it, it made... Everybody that was in like the cabinet or the close to the president, they were all like part of the same team, yeah, and friends, and like even if they didn't agree with each other, they were still on the same yeah. team. In, in this movie, right from the beginning, the president set himself aside from all of them. Like, hey, I got to say some shit. Turns out, uh, we're changing our, our policy of the United yeah. States. We're not going to let terrorists have their way anymore. We got a new. You policy. better run now. Yeah. Uh, so now everyone's like, whoa. We didn't talk about this. This is not this yeah, kind of I mean, a big it, thing. If you if you do a correlation with West Wing, I mean, President Bartlett has said many things in the seven seasons mm-hmm. that kind of threw everybody else off guard. But they rallied around and figured out a way to get back behind the president. Right. And you it, didn't see that. They 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 no. talked to him and said, "You can't do that." Oh my God! Do you know what you did to us? Blah blah. blah. This is right. Horrible. And he, even the people on the ground, they're trying to like throw him out of office while he's on the plane. Like, hey, if we have enough votes, we can make him not the president anymore and make you, uh, Lady Glenn Close. Now, that was the Secretary <laughs> of Defense. Right. And basically what he was trying to do was make the vice president enact the 25th Amendment, which you've seen happen in West Wing. Yes, with John um, Goodman. And she didn't want to do that. And <laughs> the only way to make her take over control and invoke the 25th Amendment is to get everybody to sign that document. Right. Including her. And she did not. She did not. Uh, What do you think about the fact that there was a female vice president? This is 1997. I I think back then that was probably the beginning of, you know, the push to, you know, I, I wouldn't say women's rights, but more like getting into the women can do anything movement type thing and I, I think it was it was groundbreaking to be quite honest with you i mean vice president i i don't have a problem with it i didn't see yeah. anything wrong with it it, it wasn't until five years later in the uh, sum of all fears 2002 where we had a black president with uh morgan freeman i think was the president it, it was it was basically it was a I love morgan freeman though dude Morgan freeman yeah uh, I liked when he played God in that one movie. It's true. Bruce Almighty. Uh, Evan Almighty, too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah both of the Almighty's. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically he, he gives a speech uh, to the Russians saying we're not going to do terrorism things anymore, and then cut to, oh, there's some terrorists. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, some terrorists somehow magically they kill off a news crew, fake all the credentials. It turns out they got an inside man. This one guy that's no. on the Secret Service. I feel like he, that one I, guy in Secret Service shouldn't have that much pull. That was not believable, right? Because I mean, just from documentaries and stuff that I've seen in, in the West Wing, you you don't see one Secret Service guy going off by himself, right? Usually, there's two. And, and they don't have any power. They're, no. they're, basically, they're basically like glorified. They're basically body, glorified bodyguards. I don't know. I had to list for there for a second. I don't know why. So I think something is it contagious or what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they don't have any power themselves. No, they, they report to head Secret Service man. I don't know, uh, Jean Cousteau. Are you yeah. Jean Cousteau? <laughs> that would be the head of the Secret Service, right? No, I'm just curious. I think they have some power. Like for, yeah, like for instance, those I, headsets. But okay. here's the thing: I don't think that one Secret Service guy could have devised or or implemented a plan like this to the reach uh, to pull it off. The, yeah, I don't think he has the reach to change the credentials and right and all that other stuff and and get into the system and stuff like that to to do all this hacking. You know? Yeah. So he might have the power to say like, "Hey, you, you stay across that line. You, you can come over here." But as far as databases of security, where this guy puts his thumb on a computer screen, which, by the way, is not the way to scan a thumbprint, uh, it's fine uh, for that database to be altered. That's not within the realm of the Secret Service to do. That one agent guy, the whole Secret Service together, yes. One guy, and no. we're talking ninety-seven. Even today, they still look at passports and paper and. Yeah. Physical things. But oh back God. in 97, it was just a thumbprint? Like, There's this video game my daughter's playing. It's called Papers, Please. Ah. The whole game, people come up to your window, hand you papers. You look at them over. Uh, does the year match? Uh, are you from the right area of the state? Okay, approved, denied. That's the entire game. Are you serious? <laughs> so is she learning to be an underwriter for a mortgage company or what? It's so weird. She loves it. Spend hours on it. What do you... I don't understand. I don't understand games these days. Does she deny everybody? It's really lo-fi, too. It's like 8-bit graphics. That's what makes it even worse. Ooh. So, wait, Not wait, even 16-bit? Wait, wait. No. So you're, so, you're, so you're telling me that this entire game where you just check to see whether or not IDs are correct? Right. Passports, yeah. documents, uh, you're checking all those, and then approve or deny. Is this, a, is this her certification afterwards or no? no? Is she trying to work for the TSA? She wants to be an FBI agent. The B guy? Yeah, she wants to be a B. The great, the what they, they call the great men in gray? Is that called? What they call the gray men? Spooks? Hmm? No. Well, I thought Ooh, like that was pretty racist. Yeah, they're not. I mean, some they're all different colors. No, I mean like <laughs> that's what G men, G men. That's what G men. <laughs> they call but, them G men, right? I don't know. G, okay, whatever. FBI. But if she becomes an FBI, a G man, would she be a G string? I, I don't. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. How many times are we I'm not allowed to the- laugh at that because of what the context is, but I, I did enjoy the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't pull the string. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just kind of bloody. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, Moving along. So the FBI guys, you know, uh, I'm saying that. service <laughs> just to, no, to bother you, right? Fantastic. Okay, yeah, it's not bothering me at all. <laughs> You're blushing. No. Have you had to buy them for her yet? 
We got in the text in the middle of the day. Hmm. I feel like this is not what Spoders is about. No, it's not. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> yeah, wrong All right. Show. So anyway, <laughs> there is a daughter in the movie. Uh, yes. Uh, Alice? Alice? Uh, uh, Ellie? Alicia Foxhart? What? what? Uh, oh. Reese with a spoon. Um, no, that's no, not, no, with that's a knife? No, with, with, with a spoon. It was without a spoon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think it was Reese with a spoon. No, it was not. Uh, what, no, what was her name, though? In the movie? Yeah. The, the actress or the, uh, the daughter? The daughter. daughter. Oh, uh, Grace. Nope, Alice. 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 I was close. All Gra- right, cool. Grace was the mom. Alice. Oh. Um, Alice Witherspoon? Alice. Alice Marshall. 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 Yes, President Marshall. I know. Yeah, she was also in the movie forgetting about Alice Marshall. Oh. Uh, but, no. She's not very well known. Uh, she is, hasn't done, she's only been like acting in like what, a couple movies? Liza Williams, uh, now that you mentioned it, she was in Little Princesses, she was in Blast, Each Will Be There. That's it, right? E True Hollywood Story, playing herself. So there was a story about her. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, you know, you're right. She's only been in three movies. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Than and, and the only reason why is because I, I, I was watching the movie, and I'm like, she looks familiar. Like, what no. else was she in? I'm like, what? No, is she looks... Nothing. And so I looked up, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, she's not who I thought she was. No. She apparently was a trust fund baby. Uh, that's the part that she played as herself in the E True Hollywood Story. Why can't I say that? E True Hollywood Story. E True Hollywood Story. Yes. E True Hollywood Story. E. That's in the fifth letter of the alphabet, right? Right. 17, I thought. Okay. So. (laughs) This crazy thing is I had to count in my head A, B, C, D, E. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. uh, Gary Oldman. Yes. As as a Russian terrorist guy. He's done it before. He's done everything. Yes. One of my favorite roles. Fifth Element. Fifth Element, yes. Of course. 20 years an older man now. Yeah. Mm. And he still plays, well, not exactly. He was Roosevelt? Winston Churchill. Yes. Churchill is, is recently. But he also uh, played um, some sort of um, small country's uh, dictator. Okay. And he was, uh, I, I would say he has some, ver- some version of a Russian accent in that one as well. I think the movie we're talking about is Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, that was your birthday pick. Yeah, it was. Quote, unquote, birthday pick. Yeah. Yes. No, I love Gary Oldman. Everything he does, it's, it's, he's, he's amazing. Great actor. Yeah. He was even uh, he was, uh, Commissioner Gordon yeah. in one of the Batmans. Yeah, he does a great angry person. Yeah, he does. He does a great every kind he of He was very believable in this movie. Right? Like, when he yelled, it was like you, you felt the fury behind it. Like, it wasn't like... This guy's amazing. It wasn't like he was acting. That was his feeling. He right. Does, I mean, I, I've seen him in some acting bits where he actually twitches his eyes, like like the, just one part of his eye just twitches. I think it, that was Fulfillment. Yeah, it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bruce Willis movie, by the way, FYI. Um, how many elements are there? Uh, four. No. Oh. I mean, if you count love, there's five. What? Oh, you're talking about the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> this is Not a tape. The pure table. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not talking alchemy here. Right. <laughs> Come on. That's Mastro. a great game. Alchemy? Yeah. I stopped I have, playing I that played a long time ago. Yeah. I remember when that game first oh came God. out. Before smartphones. It's, it's, it's one of those dumb butt mashing games that you just can't not. Like but on things. smartphone, there was an alchemy game where you start blending things, and yeah. you came up with metal. You yeah. Came up, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that game. 
Remember Jester got me into that game. Yeah, he mm. got me into that game too. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Terror's Takeover. One thing I did not like about the movie or thing that bothered me was the liberal use of guns on the plane. Okay. If, if a bullet pierces the outer hull, spontaneous loss of cabin pressure, everything goes down. But it, it's, it, it's bulletproof. To a certain point, I'm sure it is. But I mean, it, it withstood a shockwave from a missile blowing up. True. But I still feel like it's, it's one of those things that it, it bothered me. You, if, if you're trying to make this mission successful, maybe try to limit the firepower uh, as much as possible. If you have to, fine. But then at the end, doesn't he shoot a window? Yes. Oh, wait. No, no, it wasn't him. That's a different movie. That's no, next, no, that's no. next week's movie. No, no, it's this movie. No, he gets, someone gets shot. Oh, no, end. that's the other movie. Yes, yeah, right. it is yeah, the next yeah, week's yeah, movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, the two movies mixed up. Yes. Yeah. No, but someone gets shot in this movie at the very end, though. Yeah, everybody. A lot of people got shot. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like the, literally the very end, right before it goes. But, but, no, but, but none the, of the bullets the, pierced the, the, the cabin hole. door was yeah, already open. The, the cabin door was already open, right, right. and it was still going. Yes. Well, they were at twelve hundred feet. Right. They weren't like right. So the, the cabin pressure wouldn't be lost at that point. No. Right. So the whole thing that uh, the terrorists take over, and now the, there's a lot of shooting happening. Harrison Ford. Is or president? What's his real name? President, president Marshall. Marshall. President Marshall gets into the escape pod. Doesn't exist. He gets in the escape pod. Uh, does he? Though? So we think. <laughs> yes, we're led to believe he escapes in the pod, but he does not. And then cut to open the escape pod. Oh, he's not there. And then he crawls out. And now the movie starts. This is this is where it took a while to get to this point. Yeah. But once we got here, th- then it was it was a very very fun ride. Very exciting movie. Yes. Uh, this is, the, the, the suspense was very well, like, like you were talking about. It was, it was executed well, where there was a lot of little things crawling back and forth between places. Yeah. Uh, they didn't know it was him for a while. That was just a regular... Uh, Apparently, he knows that plane very well. I had that complaint as well. He's climbing through the ducts like he's, he wrote the yeah. schematics. Oh, yeah. He knows the plane very well, but he doesn't know how to jettison some fuel. He doesn't know how to do all this other stuff, right? Yeah, he, he needs just, to call people and get He just knows how to go through the air ducts, yeah, not, not right. how to wire things. I not mean, even air ducts. It's like um, this compartment that leads into this bottom portion of the plane. You right. know? Isn't the bottom portion of the plane where all the real mechanisms are, really? Well, the bottom portions in regular planes, I think, is, is the cargo area, which yeah. is not pressurized. But I would assume Air Force One, everything's pressurized. No, the, are you serious? Yeah. That, don't they put pets down there, too? That's why you need to make sure you tell them that... They're pets. There's a separate cargo area for pets versus... And, oh. and usually when they put a pet on there, before they put them on there, I heard they tranquilize a pet. Oh. Wow. So that way they're not down there barking the whole time. Right. How yeah. annoying would that be? You're above where the pet's at. Yeah. I See? get annoyed when my dog barks for five seconds. Yeah. I get annoyed when any dog barks at any point, anywhere Shut up. I am. Stop barking. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh... Okay, so the, the terrorists take over. Uh, Harrison Ford jumps into action, does a lot of things. The president kills, which I thought was kind of interesting. He's a veteran. Yeah, but I, I, it's just one of those things that you don't think a president doing. Oh. Well, actually, everything this president does, you don't think of a president doing. We, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week uh, with, with Hollywood. No president in the world would, would be able to pull this off, of our, uh, all the presidents that we know of. First of all, the, the younger generation presidents would know what a plane is. Uh, but then the later generation, uh, I can't imagine one. Maybe George, I think H. Bush is the closest we've come to maybe because he actually did serve some time in the military. Nobody else actually has. 
You, you imagine Trump in a plane? <laughs> I do. I imagine it, but I don't imagine him doing what he does. Right. Uh, Obama? Yeah. You know, honestly, to tell you the truth, I feel like Obama probably could do it better than... Well, better than Trump, yeah, but still, yeah. but still, he would still die. <laughs> he, I, I, he wouldn't be able to. He wouldn't be able to hold his own the way Harrison Ford did. He, he would. He would last longer, I think, than Trump on a plane. Okay, let's let's think about it this way. In in these fisticuffs, I saw I saw Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. I didn't believe any bit of that. Well, it was all program. It was all program, and even all the program, it was ridiculous. Okay. Even the way it worked. But then you see him in John Wick. Yeah. And he surprised the crap out of me. Because he did it. Because he did a shitload of training. Exactly. He trained his balls off and then put them right back on and shoved them down everybody's throat in that movie. How do you put them on and shove? He's like down? he's like in, we want close to, movie? he's like close to in his fifties, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. The guy's in great condition. Amazing. Yeah. He's an animal. Yeah. If 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 John Wick or uh, if Keanu Reeves was the president, I could see him taking down the plane, taking yeah, right. down all the people on the plane. Mm-hmm. Right. Not not the Trump, not the Obama, not the not, 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 not the George not, not W. Not the Trump, not the Obama. Right. <laughs> not the George W. Yeah. Not the Carter. Say, maybe maybe an H. Maybe H. Yeah, I mean, definitely not Clinton. No. 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 I mean, uh, the guy was. Semi frail towards the end of his. If he had a saxophone, it could be used a blunt yeah, weapon. That's maybe, true. maybe, it maybe, if he, it, maybe if Lisa Simpson was part of his uh, right. entourage, hits a couple notes, blows out the the windows. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I go flying out. Or, or you know, <laughs> if Hillary was his bodyguard, you know, <laughs> I mean, they'd go running. I had the weird thought that. Uh, wow, if, I said Hillary, and you had a weird thought. Yeah, what? no, the, the, if. Uh, it was because of the Clintons, but if if uh, one were to become elected president, would you be able to choose your your husband and or wife to be your your running mate to be the vice president? Hmm. Would that be weird? So thing? would it be a Clinton Clinton ticket? Right. Like, but, it, it, but they can't do it anymore. It'd be a bunch they're, of clits. They're out. <laughs> I mean, Clintons. Sorry. What? <laughs> the Funkadelics. All the Funkadelics. Yeah. Oh, Ron Clinton. That's George. Yeah, that's George. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's what you call the cabinet. The book down, right? <laughs> they come out of the cabinet or the closet? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, it's a cupboard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't, is there anything else to cover in the movie? I mean, the ending? The, oh, the ending. Oh, the there ending. was an ending? Oh, my oh, God, yeah. the ending. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about the ending, Maestro. What, what? About the fact that it defies everything that's possible? The. And the plane looks like it. Okay, like oh, like, I laughed. I laughed the hardest right at the end, uh, where right when everyone's already off the plane, except for the bad guy, the 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 CIA, the yeah, Xander, the, whatever his name, yeah, the the fake G man, yeah, real Xander Berkeley. And then <laughs> I swear I thought he does. He, he look at him. He's on this like they, they superimpose him on the side of the plane inside. Like, yeah, inside. Yeah, and, he's, and it looks like he's like okay, pukes right before <laughs> right before it I, crashes. I find it funny that I don't think the plane crashed the way it should have. It should have. It, it should have. Been, it skipped like a stone, like <laughs> you do. Yes, you know. And yeah. then okay, now we're gonna make it turn on its side. A the plane is not gonna go down. Like it's landing, it's gonna go right, and then it's gonna disintegrate. Right, yeah, it's it's, it's gonna. They, they should not have added that last scene. It should have been maybe seeing Agent Gibbs in the in the Agent Gibbs in the window there, like yeah. oh no, ah, 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 ah. not staying alive. <laughs> and then and that's the, how you do CPR. Yeah, <laughs> first I was afraid. Uh, okay. I was petrified. <laughs> 
No, that, that was that. That should have been the end of it. Have been, some respect. The 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 end of the plane sequence should have been Agent Gibbs in the window, like, oh no, cut back to the helicopter, and them being like, oh, was his name Gibbs? Agent Gibbs, yeah. Wow. Was it, yeah. There's Andrew Berkeley. The, the main Takes me back to here. NCIS, you know? Uh, no, I don't. Special Agent Gibbs. I don't watch NCIS. Played by Mark Harmon. Uh, Mark Harmon? I know that name. Yeah. Is he, he, he writes all the CSI. Yeah. No, NCIS. Oh. I don't know. I don't watch either. Mark Harmon. You know, you know Mark Harmon. Okay. He was in West Wing. He played oh. special agent in, in the West Wing. Oh. When he protected... Uh, uh, Charlie. Uh, no. Uh, Charlie's girlfriend. Boyfriend. No, um, CJ. Pet? CJ Craig. She, yeah. When she got the death threat. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's special. That's Mark Harmon. Okay. Oh, I like that guy. Okay. okay. Uh, so, yeah, the whole last sequence could have been taken out. It was a very, very, very bad CGI job of the plane crashing. The question is, when was this made? 97. After Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yes. Wow. I know, right? So Nobody I, took any note from Jurassic Park? Jurassic See, Park ruined every movie after it. Do you think maybe that's the case? Or maybe what they... Because I know in Jurassic Park what they did was they took a lot of zoologists and people that knew how animals walked and moved mm-hmm. to create the way the thing was supposed to run, run and stuff like that, right? Okay. Maybe what this movie needed was a person that understood physics... Oh, physics, yes. Okay. I was about to say, there was, there was something in trivia that I didn't add in, but this is the only movie that got the full cooperation of all four bureaus or departments in government to help make the movie. Yet, for some reason, there was no physicist. Right. There was no but, physicist. But, right? <laughs> but, but what I don't understand, like Jurassic Park, there was a lot of animatronics in that. It wasn't all CGI. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was yeah, a lot. But the CGI they did do, they did done well. was in the mirror <laughs> of the objects are closer than they appear. Which would be a lot easier to do because it's a reflection. Yeah, I'm also talking, but even so, they did when they did the the T Rex at the at a full run. Did you see that part? What movie are you talking about? Jurassic Park. <laughs> What's this called? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course I saw it. I was on that episode. Toy Come Story. On, man. Talking about Toy Story Four. Uh, Rex is uh, running behind. Oh, uh, with, where they recreated the Jurassic Park scene? Oh, yeah. meet the Robinsons. <laughs> so I'm trying to get you, but I got the little bitty arms. <laughs> you know, it was, just, right. it, was, it was a very bad CGI job. Oh, it was job. horrible. It, it was a horrible way to end the movie. Yeah, after the green that, screen was moving while it was... After the, after the ride we were on, to see that ending was like... Wah, wah. It was... <laughs> I, 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 did, I did like... I'm sorry. I, I did like when... Uh, was it Victory 24? Yes, Liberty Wait, 24. Liberty 24, where they're like, uh, you know, do you have the president? And they went silent. And then I said, this is Liberty 24. We are no longer Liberty 24. Our call sign has changed to Air Force One. And everybody, that was cool how that they was, announced yes. that they got the president. I like that. I did I like that. that. that was, and it's just, it, although it didn't make me think, Air Force One is not a plane. Nope. Air Force One is where the president is. Exactly. Unless it's a helicopter, then it's Marine One. Marine One, right, yes. Any plane the president's on is Air Force One. Is there an Air Force or a Marine Two? Yes. Is vice, it the vice President? president? Mm-hmm. Three? No. Speaker of the House? Nope. <laughs> a bitch got up behind me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, now it's... Yeah, never mind. Uh, it's fine. Sorry. Okay. Uh, but no, in fact, yesterday, uh, Air Force Two... Um, was taken over by terrorists? No. Oh. Uh, the vice president was supposed to go do something yesterday. I heard the story on the radio. And and he got... It got recalled or... It, they didn't go up. 
Okay. He, he didn't go to where he was supposed to go to do whatever event he was supposed to do. Okay. He got called back to the White House. Oh. And they were calling it Air Force Two. Okay. That's how I know that the vice president's on Air Force All Two right. or Marine sense. Two and stuff like that. I hope they I mean, have he is two. number two. Right. He is the shit. Right. Big pile. Uh, uh, so. Number one, I order you to take a number two. <laughs> is, is there anything else with the movie you want to talk about? Any other things that bothers uh, you? We talked Get about. Get off my plane. Oh, great line. <laughs> I love was, it. It was great. It was a little cheesy, but it was also like was, super called for. It was so Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. My favorite part that Harrison Ford did was when he was in midair. Trying the to whole get, movie? No, no. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the line. On the line, not the plane. <laughs> oh, bastard. On the line, not the plane. <laughs> right. Where he was, tr- where they were, he was like literally fl- fl- floating in the air with the with the rope. Yeah, it reminded me of every time he's been in Indiana Jones, the way he acts when he's like stuck on a rope. Same idea. Same, oh, he looks the same way. Kind of kind of flailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam McGray, if he would have said snakes, why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then um, Samuel Jackson pops out. On a plane. Yes. <laughs> why did they the plane? <laughs> the plane. The plane. That's a different movie. Yeah, plane, no, boss. Plane. Yeah, we're all doing a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a mashup. That's where we are. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, okay, closing thoughts about the movie. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the suspense. I enjoyed the ride once it got to the point where he's still on the plane, you know, and it got more action-packed. I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, the hokey parts of it, but come on. We can tear apart Jurassic Park, but still love the movie. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. For me, the movie you like held up really well until the end. For me, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was quite a downer. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was like the best part for <laughs> yeah, me. Of course, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing him like, <laughs> and then like puke. Like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, boom, falls. By the way, right? it, it did bother me for, uh, for a little bit before the CGI took over, and then I got more bothered by that. I was bothered for a second when Agent Gibbs was in in the window there, uh-huh. which. Five seconds earlier was sucking people out of it. Yeah, I know, right? And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> I'm not affected by wind resistance anymore. I've got blue shoes. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I think one of my favorite part of the entire movie was when uh, they are in the control room. And he, uh, Gary Oldman has Harrison Ford with a gun. Yeah. You call the president or your, your daughter dies, basically. And he's like, I'm going to count to five. That was very suspenseful. And the, but the way that he instantly switches into father mode, yeah, that that to me was like, and course. even with his wife sitting there saying, "Don't," right, don't, you know, like, but even the way he said, it's a very simple line, a very simple reading, but the way he did it, it conveyed so much that it, emotion, it, it, yeah, it just uh, I'll, I'll do it, where it just and it's yeah. the, this face, the way he's, the way the way his voice almost a little cracked a little bit it was like, that's that's a great it, it, guy. It, it, do you think you could do it? No. <laughs> Do what? Well, in that in that scenario, yes. No, not the scenario. I'm talking about the way he did it. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> the general that they were trying to get free. Oh, yeah, that was kind of okay. cool. Oh, I thought you were talking about the um, one with Shaquille O'Neal. When, when they freed him, you know, when they were free. General Reddick. General Reddick. When, when the president called whatever and told him free him. Right. Saved my life and my my kid and yeah. whatever. Um Everybody seemed like in that jail, the prisoners oh, and all the guards and everything like that seemed to be excited that yep. he was being let go, right? 
I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, he's being let go. He's being let go. So why didn't they just let him go in the beginning? They didn't want to. Right? We have one bad Secret Service agent that can take it down the president. If the whole guardhouse is filled with guards who want this guy out, yeah. you, you can get him out. I, I did have an issue because it seemed like the prison cells and the entire prison was miked. So they, when they were all singing, and he started like, hey, listen, they're all singing. Where was that feed coming from? I think they, I, I actually, I think they, re- <laughs> I think they recorded or videoed that in, in Alcatraz. Oh, is that right? <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> oh. Yes. I mean, it looked like a, a, a jail that would be on, uh, I don't know, Taps, Ghost Hunters or something like that. Oh, yeah. that reminds me, though. Mm. You know that one, um, I think it was a Chinese prison. I'm not sure, or Korean prison. I'm not sure which one. But they had the, all the inmates do the thriller dance. What? Not joking. Not even. Not your even face says you're joking. No, I'm serious. I'm gonna now, have to YouTube this. Now that your face looks like it's joking, I know you're serious. All right. This is weird. This is so, yeah, you're, you're an interesting person to read, Maestro. Thank you. <laughs> That's why he's fun to play poker with. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the worst. You never know if he's bluffing. Most of the time, I feel like he doesn't even look at his cards. He's just playing. It's, <laughs> it's impossible. We haven't played poker in a it's long been time. So long. I got a stack of... In the move, I just moved recently. I'm in the middle of moving. This is the first uh, podcast out of the new studio. I have a suitcase of poker chips over there I just found. Is it silver? No. No, No, they're mine. They're not mine. I don't know where mine went. They're actually somebody else's. (laughs) They're not yours then. No, no, they're not. (laughs) I I don't know where my poker chips are. They are... Someone's. Pablo's. You remember Pablo? Pueblo? Pablo used to come over to Poker Nights back at the beginning of the podcast. When we first started podcasting, podcasting was, I think, on a Tuesdays. Poker was Wednesday nights. We had, we had the whole week planned out. I remember I started playing poker with you guys. Yeah. And then I, I came I, over one night, and you guys were doing podcasting, and I'm sitting in the background. I think it was back when PK? P, yeah. PK was Odd, on it. Oddball. And, and, I, and I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in the back going, oh, I want to join in. I want to join in. And then I think it was later on the night when we were just drinking, playing poker after yeah. podcasting. I was like, can I be on the next one? We even did one at your house at the... Um, was it the Chino Apartments? Is it? In, it was, right, no, no. This was uh, the place off of Pomona. Okay. In Pomona. We, uh, we did one outside of your garage while the girls were playing pool inside. We, did, we recorded a podcast outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Back in the days. Oh, when I was, was young. young and not a kid not anymore. A kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> huh? It's uh, Hip Hop Anonymous. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Hip Hop Anonymous. Why do you give him all the easy words? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I wiped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, okay, my, my closing thoughts. The movie, movie was fine. Uh, there, was, there was a lot of good things about it. There, there were some hokey things, but for the most part, they, they weren't so much so that distracted me from the plot of the movie until the very end. And I was just like, it's so great. But it's, it's <laughs> the end, a, and yeah, it's but, over. But, but it's, it's a bad taste in your mouth. It's like, this is, I, I just had a bunch of pizza, and then I accidentally bit into an onion. Speak for and yourself, that's, man. That's, that's the longest part, man. That's all I'm going to take. Onions have layers. Oh, my God. That was a poker thing we did as well. What about parpay? Ba- okay. Ba- uh, back, in, back in the poker days, if we didn't have enough people to play for actual money, we played for, for stupid uh, bets. bets. Yeah. And... I ended up losing, and the bet was you have to bite into an onion. Yeah. So I bit into an onion, and I was like, and I like onions personally. So I was like, this is great. Fuck you guys. Ah, nah, this is great. And in my cocky mode, I'm like, I'll oh, take a second bite. <laughs> For three days straight, everything, even my coffee, tasted like onions. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very bad idea. <laughs> so why would you equate eating a pizza and then biting into an onion? 
if you like onions because it ruined it now so the the, the, the everything was good for that night everything was fantastic but the next two days all i thought about those nights was i fucking bit i took two bites of an onion <laughs> So now everything is overshadowed by the ending part of it. Bad so taste when you got a burger, you didn't have to get onions on it because you already tasted exactly, onions. Exactly, exactly. There you go. You saved yeah, ingredients. Save, you know, saving, well, saving money. Yeah, but you lost, <laughs> but you lost fiber content. Yeah, that was fine. I lost it very slowly over the next couple of days. What? 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 <laughs> uh, I understood him. Thank you. I, I only heard Sylvia. It's fine. Sylvia is great. Uh, we're all dying in the Isn't sense. Is that a car? I think, she, I think he said saliva. Oh, okay. Well, that was... Those are <laughs> wrong and bats on Jeez. the wrong syllable. Those are our opinions of the movie. Now let's hear from people who actually have credentials. Like I said, the top show, we don't have any credentials. Yet. What do you yeah. want to hear? That's right. Uh, Not yet. Good reviews or bad reviews first? Cowboy? Good reviews. Good reviews. Destin Thompson from the Washington Post. Moments of silliness are more than balanced by Peter's extraordinary ability to keep this movie flight-worthy. Ford's almost executive presence is an outstanding performance from Oldman. What? Uh, Ford, Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, uh, terrorist president. They help each other out. They balance each other out. Yeah. Peter Travers from Rolling Stones. Air Force One doesn't insult the audience. It is crafted by a filmmaker who takes pride in the thrills and sly fun he packs into every frame. Sly fun? It was sly. thrilling. Oh. Did I say it was, Yeah, I did. Oh, it was very thrilling. I, I'll give it that. The pacing was also very yeah. well. Done well. The pacing was goodness-ish. Good, good Want to try that again? It was, I like the pacing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd McCarthy from The Variety. Seeing the President of the United States as a kick-butt action hero pretty much sums up the appeal of Air Force One. Well, that's exactly what the movie is. Well, that, well, it didn't say that in the actual intro. Right, all right. Very good. You're, you're great, Todd McCarthy. Uh, bad reviews. This is from Globe and Mail. There's no name for this person. Pro- <laughs> they didn't Maybe. want to die. Right. It flies on and on until its power to, f- to hold us simply peters out. Oh, Peter. Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Peterson was the name of the guy that made the movie. The next bad review is non-applicable. There was no other bad reviews from the top critics. Wow. Well, wait, wait, wait. That from last... The top critics. Okay. For this part of the game, oh, it's only top critics. We don't take personal people. We don't take uh, non-credentialed like ourselves as uh, as reviews. Yet. Yet. All right. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Everybody loves to play. This is the part of the show where you make the crew guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. I, I think we're going to have a problem. Why? If we ever try to get credentialed. Oh? If we base it off this game. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think... Uh, well... <laughs> We're probably going to get a credential for spoilers, not for us individually. Got it. <laughs> okay. So we'll have to come to consensus about something before we post our scores. Hollywood, help me out. <laughs> well, I have been getting better. You have. Yeah, you yeah. have. Well, let's, let's, let's find out how much better you have been gotten. One more time? Uh, yeah. I think I was clear. <laughs> I've been gotten a lot better. For- for those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 to 84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh. And my teeter taught me to spoke. He didn't learn to fight you well. Yep. The hell? What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
go with the critic. Yeah, fist bump audience, for that audience, one. Audience, audience, audience. Okay. The audience. Okay. We wrenched the wrench. I just want to say, yes. we wrenched the wrench. Gotcha. Gotcha, suck it. All right. Audience score. Different movie. I know. That's how I'm going to get you. Oh. Sucker. All right. <laughs> Zero to 59 is rotten. 60 84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh. The audience score. Surprise, motherfucker. What's up? Surprise. Audience. Audience. That's what you're doing. You're giving me a scores for the audience. Okay. The audience. This is... Okay, these scores happen even now, right? Or they, they come into play for now, right? They do, but most of them come from the time period in which they came out. Although, I don't know if Rotten Tunas was out in that time period. Uh-huh. But what they do is they, they, do, they take polls from those time periods and apply them here as well. Oh, okay. That's different. So, it's probably going to be pretty high. I'd say, considering that there wasn't that many um, bad reviews, considering that we actually liked it even now, except for the end. Those are from the top critics, though. We're in the audience at this hey, point. Hey, we're top something. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm part of the audience. I don't have any credentials. Right? Okay. We're top shelf somewhere, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to go with 70. All right. What I guess for the audience there, cowboy? I don't like you, Maestro. Oh. Why? Were you going to say 70? You took my number. Oh. Ah. Right. And I don't want to be a jerk and be like, 71. You know what I mean? No, no, no. You can be. Then do six, I, I can. You can do 69. Oh. Can you? No. Can you do 69? Over, under. What do you think? Is well, it, is it that, above that, or that, over 70? That's, that's when how you, you play the game. That's 69. 69. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do 69 because that's when you eat it. Um, <laughs> you can do 69 with me. It'd be fine. <laughs> More like 96. You're expensive. <laughs> and dyslexic. Uh, <laughs> less dyslexic. Yes. Wow. That sounds like it's part of the system. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, what is it? What is 76. 76. All right. You guys were both below my guess. I would have guessed 80. The correct score... 66. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I tried to push you to 69, man. I tried to push you to 69. You've been trying to push me to 69 <laughs> for a long time, right? At least 14 years. All right. So Maestro gets it with 70. All right. Yeah. Tomato meter. The critics. Critics. What do you guys score? Do you want 80. to go first? Oh, 80. Yeah. All right. 65. 65. My guess was also 80. I did 80 across the board. Correct score is... 76. Oh. You got that one. All right. All right. One on one for both of you. If I would have went with my... See? (laughs) Damn it. You are getting better. You are getting better. All right. I put the wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable. Oh, shite. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. (laughs) Paul Giamatti was not in this. We've slowly come to realize that Paul Giamatti is the best thing ever. Uh, we like to see him put in movies to make them better. What role would Paul Giamatti have played in this movie? Secretary of Defense. The guy who was trying to get him uh, kicked off. The guy who was trying to uh, get the vice president to execute, execute the 25th Amendment. Amendment. Okay. No, I, think, I, I agree with Cowboy here. That was the yeah? perfect role for him. Okay. Uh, my thought was the guy that was on the plane that got shot in, but didn't die. Oh, boy, Jamoy. Uh, he, he was there was a, a lot of people that got shot. Uh, Paul Guilfoyle, he was the chief of staff. On the oh, oh, okay. So after uh, President Marshall's wife and daughter got off, he's like, "No, him next. He's injured." Right. He's uh, the one that took a bullet for the president. But at the beginning, he was also kind of like, "Hey, what the hell, dude? Screw you, man." I, I, I get that, but I, I still stand by what I said. He was the um, forehead. 
Chief of Oh no, I, I forgot his name. Uh, Chief of Staff in, in uh, West Wing. Vice President to Santos. Keep on going. You're on, you're on the My, way. You're not talking about Leo McGarry. Leo McGarry. Yes, he was a Leo McGarry of of this movie. Chief of Staff. Chief of Staff. Yeah, that's what this guy was. Well, you confused me. I'm like, no, that wasn't the guy who played Leo McGarry. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was the same role. <laughs> Chief of Staff. All right. Very good. No. You're wrong. All right, now it's time for trivia. This is a part of the show where we give the guys little bits and facts of information you may not know about the movie. Oh, yay. Harrison Ford, his, the one part where he's actually hanging from rope was taken from Indiana Jones. No? Yes? No? All right, second piece of trivia. The movie <laughs> conducted itself in a plane. No. The lead role was written for Kevin Costner. Oh, okay, that makes He's a little bit too quiet for me. Yeah, is it right? Yeah. yeah he's no, I, he's I the kind of guy that would punch you in the face. He was too busy. He was too committed to the postman. Here's a and of, he suggested Harrison Ford take him over. Here's take a bit of trivia. Yep. There were no snakes there on the plane. <laughs> on the motherfucking plane. And that's why Harrison Ford played it. This is kind of cool. I like this one. Harrison Ford told Gary Oldman to actually hit him during the filming of the fight scenes. That's pretty. That's Why? I don't know. Usually Gary Oldman, I would expect that from Gary Oldman because I feel like he's kind of, he's not method, but he's methody with his roles from what I've heard. But Harrison Ford to tell Gary Oldman, hit me. Back, back in my days in high school, a long, long time ago, I can still remember when, anyway. Um, the galaxy far away? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, when I was in high school, uh, I am a thespian. You know? um, and I was in drama production. I don't believe you. What was your troop number? Uh, 903. All right. uh, lifetime member. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> when I was in high school, uh, did a couple skits. One was to try out. In, in high school, you, you had to, my freshman year, you had to take drama one. Right. That was a prerequisite to get onto the production class. Oh, I did not know this. Okay. okay. So after my freshman year, uh, we had to try out for the production class. Apparently, nowadays, you're not allowed to do that because everybody should be able to get into it, like participation oh, awards. Yeah. But back well, then... now people are more special than they were back then. I don't know well, if you know yeah, that. Well, uh, yeah, apparently. But back then, <laughs> we had to try out for the production class. Right. And you had to try out in front of the drummer production teacher and existing members of the production class. And you had to make the class, just like you had to make a team in sports. Right. Right? If you, you did not show any, like, abilities, you probably wouldn't make the class. So anyway, I did a scene with a friend of mine back then, and it, it, I, I, it was a gay scene. Okay. Go where, on. Where we played, we, we played a couple, right? A, right. Gay, a gay couple in an argument. And it got so heated on stage that... He had to smack me, and I told him when we went on there, I said, dude, I really want you to smack me. Oh, he nice. He said, what? I said, no, I really want you to make contact. I don't want it to be fake. I want you to make contact and actually smack me. Nice. And so we went out, and we did our, um, not, 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 it was a production, but our, our um, what do, you, what do you call that? Our tryout? Uh, tryout, yeah. We did our tryout. We did our scene on stage in front of like half the existing production crew or production uh, drama class right. and the drama production teacher. And 
we did so well, and the smack was so believable, we got what they called woad. Okay? <laughs> well, isn't that and what a real smack know, sounds like? We didn't, we didn't know what woad meant, but we were the first people ever to get woad. Like, without a doubt, we made the oh, production. Wow. Woad means without a doubt. Nice. Every single one of them put without a doubt. They didn't know he really smacked me. They said we made it look so believable. I'm like, <laughs> it was believable because he really did smack me. <laughs> They're nice. like, what? I'm like, yeah. No, we, we planned that. That was great acting. We weren't acting. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We, so, so it was like we did our own stunts yeah. our sophomore year in high school, you know? All right. Uh, also, by the way, very progressive to do a gay scene back in those times. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was from a play. It wasn't like we made the scene up. We took it out of oh, a play. Okay. Oh. But, but still, the choice of that scene. I, I, me and him, we weren't like... I, I couldn't say we were like best friends or the greatest of friends because, honestly, we hung out during class, during drama class, but we, we didn't really hang out outside of class. Right. You're but just, I thought he was a cool guy okay. and, and, and everything. And so... I knew what his potentials were, and we both wanted to get into the production class. So I was like, hey, let's do this, dude. And, and so we were like, okay. And we, I said, dude, let's just get a fucking gay scene. That's you great. know, Let's do a gay scene. But we didn't find like a gay where... <laughs> but first we have to practice. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> we didn't pick a gay scene where we were really flamboyant or like, you know... Flowery, right? It was. You weren't Richard Simmons. You were no, exactly. Like regular gay. Yeah, we, I feel we, like that's a wrong term. We I were. Um, <laughs> uh, what's a Smollett? <laughs> no, we were. We were. You were faking gay. <laughs> ne- neither one of us were like the flamboyant. In, in, but in that play, the two characters that were gay, it was a secret love affair. Oh, secret so, so you were both affair. Robin Williams. Yes, in the birdcage. Yes. Okay. Not Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Yeah. Okay. No. So it, it was it was like a fight for masculinity. We we're both uh-huh. gay, but it was a fight for masculinity. Like, oh, who's the top? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, I understand. I understand. I ended up getting bitch slapped. <laughs> so you were not the top. <laughs> technically, tech, isn't it? But isn't it technically if you get bitch slapped doesn't mean you're on the top and you're just being hit? Next piece of trivia. <laughs> oh. Uh, initially. <laughs> initially. Director Wolfgang Peterson was denied access to the real-life Air Force One. A telephone call from Harrison Ford to the White House soon changed that. Oh. Hansello says, give me on that plane. And you're on that plane. (laughs) Get off my plane. Right? Well, Harrison Ford calls the government, get him on that plane. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Gary Oldman's Ivan Kursovanov. What? You want me to spell it for you? Hold on. Korshinov. Korshinov? Ivan Korshinov. Ah. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, his children's oh, performance. Right. Oh, tight. <laughs> oh. It does. Uh, his children's performance learned him the nickname Scary Gary during production. Uh huh. However, he did not stay in character between the scenes. Wolfgang Peterson called the film experience Air Force Fun because of how comedic and genial Oldman and Harrison Ford would be off screen. I can see that. That's fun. Harrison Ford nowadays has gotten the label of like a curmudgeon. He doesn't like <laughs> a lot of uh, talk about things. He just he likes to fuck with people. <laughs> yeah. That's his thing. A practical now. joker. Yeah. yeah. But, but now at that time though, at least he was still enjoying himself. So that's kind of nice. Uh, Harrison Ford has since named Oldman his favorite on-screen nemesis. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
considering the, all the roles the Harrison Ford has played and all the nemesis he has had, yeah. for Gary Oldman to be at the top, that's well, high praise, man. Yeah, but Gary I mean, you, good you think about yeah, it, no. though. Um, Indiana Jones. He had a... Which one? Any yeah. of them. Oh, okay. it was, it, there wasn't just one nemesis. Yeah, they're right. all comedic. You know? And yeah, then, they're and cartoony. Then, and then you think about it, uh, Star Wars. His nemesis was... Love. A realm of people. <laughs> I know. You know, it was, the, the em- <laughs> it was the empire, you know? Yeah. It wasn't one person. He didn't have, like, a direct nemesis because... Snakes? I mean, <laughs> Why does it always have to be snakes? <laughs> he didn't like snakes right. on a plane. Right. In a house. Wait, hold on. He was or against a mouse. He was against Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. That's a pretty good guy to go no, against. No, Tommy Lee Jones was hunting him down. I mean, he wasn't necessarily the bad guy. I don't think he was his was, nemesis. Uh, what, who was the bad guy? Was it Robert Downey Jr.? No, no. Who's the other guy? Huh? Who's the guy that played with the, with the who's the real bad guy in that movie? Fugitive. It's a one armed man. Uh, oh, that's name. right, wrong movie. That was a Wesley Snipes movie. No, Never right. Mind. That was uh, uh, the the second one. Wesley Snipes was the bad guy. Robert Downey Jr. was also with Harrison Ford in that one. U.S. The thing, the thing is, if I remember correctly, uh, Harrison Ford in the Fugitive was a fugitive, but he was innocent, right? Yes. Yeah. It so. wasn't him. It was a one armed man. Yeah. Just like uh, Jim Carrey says. Yes, yeah. that's where it came from. All right. What? Money makes the world go round. I want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how well it held up to its peers. The budget for this film was $85 million. I'm not sure of this, but I think $84 million went into that horrible CGI. <laughs> no, that's not true. All right, 85, 85 I think million. they ran out of money by the time they got to that scene. That's, that's and it was like, true. hey, Adam, can you do the CGI right. for us? <laughs> but I'm only... I know 3D Max from the 1900s. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so $85 million was the budget. What is the total worldwide gross? Oh, we're still doing this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, we're still playing a game. Yeah. 85 budget. What do you think it made worldwide? Worldwide. I, I'm going to say 150. All right. Okay, so this is most likely going to be a film that's predominantly seen in America, probably. Okay. Mainly because... America. America. Probably. You don't think Russians would like this film? (laughs) It doesn't depict them in a very good light. (laughs) Not Uh, at all. Okay. I mean... Back in the USSR. Sorry. Mm. Too soon. How? What? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Man, I, you I, need to loosen up your ranch, bro. Right. I'd go with uh, 200, honestly. 200. All right. In the U.S., this grossed $173 million. The foreign box office, $142 million. Worldwide, $315 million. Samsonite. Way up. Well, okay. I well, was, you were closest, though. I was closest, but only because I completely thought that you were off by thirty-three percent. But you still got the closest. Yeah, but well, I was only—I <laughs> I didn't think the world—I didn't think the rest of the world would watch it. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. But I mean, they watch it because Harrison Ford and and yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman yeah. is big in the UK. <laughs> I bet he played. <laughs> yeah, he played uh, Chaplin. Yeah. No, Churchill. Chaplin. Roosevelt? No. Stalin? You're right. Uh, Dracula. Ooh, Napoleon. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. That's Dynamite. coming up, by the way. I'm, I'm putting that on spoilers just so that I can Ram watch it for Stoker's the first time. Dracula? You haven't seen it yet. Never seen it. Oh, my God. I kind of want to watch it. And I feel like I'm going to hate it 
because it's so old, even though it's probably going to be amazing, I'm going to not Are you like sure? It. Isn't Keanu Reeves in it, too? No idea. I've, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Oh, shit. Is he? God damn it. Okay. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of July 25th. Figures. 1997. What an amazing date. What's so significant about it's in July 25th? Oh, my God. It's just my birthday, guys. Uh, it made $37.1 million. This guy. This uh, guy. It's all about him. It is. Right? Hmm. According, to, according to the box office mojo, <laughs> this was the first highest grossing film in the category. Bad CGI. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That would be uh, Zombievers. <laughs> oh. Presidential Rambo. Ooh. <laughs> It is hostage. The category is hostage. Number one in the category hostage. One word. No, that was number one. This is the first. Number one. Number two. That's kidnapping is what you're thinking. Oh. Number two is hostage. Argo. (laughs) The movie hostage. Hostage is a Bruce Willis movie with Kevin Pollack. Hostage was a Bruce Willis movie with With, Kevin Pollack? With Kevin Pollack. You want him to say it again? Yeah, I did. Okay. Bruce Willis (laughs) with Kevin Pollack. Yeah, number two is Argo. Which is that was the Ben Affleck uh, joint? Which huh? funny thing, uh, I'll give you a little trivia about Argo. They filmed that at Ontario Airport. Is that right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. All right. This was the fifth highest grossing film of 1997. Number one that year. Want to take a guess? This movie didn't have a chance. No, no film this year had a chance because number one was so number one-y. What, 97? 97. So long ago. Number one-y? Yeah. This was going to be number one no matter what. Oh, Oh. um, 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 Avatar. No. No. That was was way before that. Late 2000s. I don't know. I don't know. 97, 97. 97. 97. Couldn't be The Matrix. Don't give up, guys. Uh, Matrix was after that, too. Just keep trying. I think you're giving a clue here. Never let go. Never surrender? No. Never, um, never let go. Could you paint me like your your French girls, Jack? Yes. What? Titanic. 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 That three-hour boat tour that never ends well. Yes. It came on Uh, two VHS tapes back in the day. (laughs) Long-ass movie. Titanic. (laughs) I've seen that version as well. Yeah. Uh, That was 1997's Air Force. Have you seen the VR version? (laughs) It was actually longer, my hey, show. What? Hey, Hey. <laughs> Did you see the big splash at the end? <laughs> How about the VR version? It's like a VR three, version? No, it's like 3D. That actually sounds amazing. The shit's spitting at you, dude. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, my. Okay. I went a different direction than that. Sorry about that. That was 1997's Air Force One, directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Check out our website, Rat Pack Podcast. I still keep thinking you're going to say Wolfgang Puck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. At Spoilers Show. Check out our, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com or ratpack.productions. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so we can help us in the rankings. If you, have, if you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and watch it for any other requests. Next week, we're watching 2014s because there's a new Spider-Man coming out. You okay with that? You got like a little lisp all of a yeah. sudden. 
What's wrong with this? This is the second Spider Man that came out this year. Now, the Spider Man that came out earlier, the uh, Into the Spider Verse, holy shit, that was an amazing movie. It, it, it's, it's, it's all graphic. It's cartoonish, but like CGI cartoon. It's an amazing movie. And it has Nicolas Cage, which plays a decent role. Okay. Oh, sorry. Really? It's, it, it, he voices noir Spider Man. Which is Spider-Man, who's like a detective novel. He's in black and white. He's very cartoony. It's very fun. It's a very, very fun movie. Anyway, uh, there's a new Spider-Man coming out. I think it's called uh, uh, Coming Home or Far From Home. Uh, Far From Home. Far From Home, yeah. So we're watching Spider-Man 2 from the second reboot. The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. Do. This is the one with Jamie Foxx as a... uh, Electro. Electro Volt. Or Voltage. Electro. Electro. It's not high voltage. High voltage. That's the Lincoln Park it's, album. It's called Electro, right? Yes. It's kind of fun. I, I'll, I'll save it for the next podcast. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So check that out. Uh, Spider-Man. The second reboot. The second movie, the second reboot of Spider-Man's. Spider-Man? Yes, Spider-Man. All right. Uh, we're done here. Hey, we're question good. for you. Can, yeah. can you get us on iHeartRadio yet? Uh, I'm working on it. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. By the time this podcast airs, I think... The application will be in at least. All right. We'll see how it goes. All right. Until next time, I am Adam. Thanks for playing. I'm Cowboy. Oh, this is, we're doing that now?